evening and welcome to the NFL Draft. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of The Cut. I am your host, Christian Williams, and I am here with Randy Hall. Randy, how are you this evening? Uh, I'm good. What a what a prompt introduction there. Uh, yeah, doing pretty good, man. First day of March, all that closer to March Madness, which I have been dying for since last year, where it got really ripped away from me at the same day that my internship got canceled and everything. So, yeah, it was a rough March. But, uh, yeah, I'm ready for this March to be much better. Yeah, facts, dude. I uh, I got put in charge of my work, March Madness bracket stuff. Of course you did. Uh, yeah, but the sucky thing is, is like, I think that means that I'm expected to do well on my bracket, and I haven't watched a ton of college basketball this year, so I'm in trouble. But it's okay. It's I'm still weird that win. it's weird that I know you like took on the basketball stuff, but like your job's not the sports aspect there, and you're still the sports guy. I just find that fun. <laughs> it's it's crazy, man. I've got people it's, on staff advocating for me to change my job title. It's it's pretty wild. Nah, just uh, uh, just wait till I'm there. <laughs> yeah, facts, facts. Um, all right, guys, we are here for another mock draft. This is our 3.0. Uh, but first, some big news that we've been dropping left and right. We're very excited for this. But Connor Rogers from Bleacher Report, formerly of the Stick to Football podcast, now the uh, co-host of the Badlands podcast the the new york jets podcast that he has and the that's so mets podcast as well uh he is going to be on our show on thursday we're talking to him uh sometime here in the middle of the week and we will get that episode to you on thursday and we are very very excited for that i know randy and i are, are putting together the questions right now so um very excited for that we have damian parson from the crocker report coming on his episode will be next week so Two awesome, awesome interviews here in back-to-back episodes if you just act like our Friday Fix live streams don't exist. But you shouldn't do that, uh, which leads me to my next point. Check us out on Twitter at the cut FFB. Uh, follow me at FFBaldman. Follow Randy at Randy underscore Hall 71, which should be changing soon. We talked about this last week. Uh, <laughs> Randy needs a, a fantasy I refuse, football. I refuse to give myself a nickname. I just refuse. It's fine. We'll we'll get you there. Um, and then go check out Adam, uh, one of our contributors. Uh, he wrote a, an awesome piece that I have yet to edit, but it will be out as soon as you're listening to this episode. So go check that out on the website, thecutffb.com. And then we're working through our stuff, so you'll see a lot more content. Uh, we're just mostly worried about these, not worried about them, excited for them, but we have these interviews coming up this week. So uh, you might not see a ton of articles coming from me here in the next couple of weeks, but we'll get there. That's what everyone else is for, right? <laughs> they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll pump it up. You know, and I'll write a Bach in the next few weeks for sure. And <laughs> next few months. Listen, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll promise right now I will write one mock this month. There's no, okay. will, it, will it be this week, next week, the week? I don't know, but. <laughs> you have a, a, an entire month, so. Yeah. Lofty hole there. Procrastination is fine as funny on the first day you say it. (laughs) Yes. All right. Like I said, we are here for our mock draft 3.0. Last time we went uh, just every other pick, correct, Randy? That's what we did? Yeah. Plus plus we incorporated some trades, so we, I guess, picked back to back to back here and there. But today, to switch it up a little bit, we're going to go... Uh, comp by conference so randy gets the afc i get the nfc we'll probably do the same thing next time and flip so i get to pick uh panay sewell with the first overall pick um and really just piss randy off no i would never do that so that means that the jacksonville jaguars aka randy hall are and is on the clock Randy, who are you taking with the first overall pick with an absolute shocker i'm taking trevor lawrence at one <laughs> Yeah. your question uh he fits the system i mean it's it's okay to look at every possible scenario and question everything but it's going to be trevor lawrence just plain simple and i am going to try and do this more predictive than what i would do necessarily which does lead into the second pick overall of zach wilson the quarterback for boiu 
obviously me and you would rather uh well we think justin fields is better but just because we think he's better does not mean that he will be picked first so uh zach wilson goes too i am busting through this because i have three back-to-back picks unfortunately because of the way we have this laid out uh and then we get to the dolphins which is definitely a harder pick uh only because they have some clear holes but well like obviously it's not that enormous uh and i made the executive decision to go into this mock thinking that they use their money and sign a top flight wide receiver so because of that i'm drafting panay Sewell. fuck yeah <laughs> good pick but fuck uh because that was actually um that was actually who i was going to take at four to atlanta which isn't something that you see a lot, but Atlanta did have some offensive line issues last year. I think, um, I think it's a shout uh, to bring up Rashawn Slater here, even though I don't think as highly of him. Um, I think he is pretty much consensus OT two, so it's it's worth a shout. He's, he's consensus O lineman too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But you really fucked me here, sir. So well, uh, I'm not. Yep, I'm good there. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. Let, let me let me talk you guys through my process here. So essentially, I don't think they take a quarterback. Randy and I have fought about this. Not fought. We argue. We disagree. Uh, probably will be a bet here in the future. Randy thinks that if they stay at four, they are taking a quarterback. I don't think that's the case. Uh, which means I don't know who to pick here. It's almost like a quarterback makes sense. <laughs> it doesn't though. Well, and, um, and again, my obviously my talk has always been they need a quarterback of the future. They do, and their next biggest need is probably edge and quitty pay at four. I mean, it's not unheard of, but it's a little rich for my blood. Yeah, uh, I mean, a lot of people have them needing tight end. They just traded a good amount for a starting tight end. Sure, they need two, but I mean, you could sign Anthony Ferkser, who you know has the connection uh, for cheap in the offseason instead of drafting a guy at four for tight end. So then it's linebacker, so Michael Park, you know what I mean? Like, we're getting down the list, and it might yeah. be reaches everywhere else. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go Caleb Farley. This guy, so I'm gonna go Caleb Farley because. While that kind of goes against what I truly believe, uh, in that Atlanta cannot afford to take another high uh, or use more high capital on a corner, it's also a new regime. Like someone I think you brought up to me uh, this last week, where they might not like some of the guys that the the past regime drafted. So Caleb Farley is he has the highest ceiling out of all these corners, and I really do think that he'll be the first one off the board. So. I'm going to take him at four to the Falcons. The Broncos are not happy about that pick. Um, Bengals at five. The best tackle is gone. Um, I do truly think you need to invest highly in protecting Joe Burrow. Slater is somewhat of a reach, though. Like, maybe like a two-pick reach kind of thing, so it's not awful. Uh, I, however think they are good at wide receiver but they could really use another weapon i guess with how they play i'm doing it i'm giving kyle pitts reluctantly you bitch just just because uh (laughs) they unlike atlanta don't really have a tight end on the roster of any real value And, and we all know kyle pitts is more than just a tight end he's most likely for everyone a top five player of the draft so taking him at five is Okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this picks Panay Sewell if they have their will, but the, I mean, he's gone. So, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm going to do something wild. Oh, my God. Uh, and, listen, and not... listen, McShay, just pick the normal people. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, so here's the thing I mocked Rashawn Slater here to the Eagles at six previously in my last mock that I wrote. Um, I think that's a good pick here. I think Elijah Vera Tucker, uh, is going to sneak into that conversation, uh, because of that versatility as well. And I honestly think Vera Tucker is probably better than, uh, Slater. 
But Jamar Chase is sitting here as well. They do need some weapons. Um, but I'm gonna go Jalen Waddle. And okay. so it's not a huge like, what the fuck is that? Like, I, I'll probably still get dragged for it because let's be real, I'm gonna get dragged for most of the picks that I put on here today. That's just the nature of like dealing with me. However, uh, I do think that Jalen Waddle will be the first wide receiver off the board based on like every indication ever in the history of the NFL and how they value speed. So, yeah. And I mean, as long as he doesn't run like he has polio, but uh, we'll see how that works. Uh, I'm sorry. Recurring <laughs> joke there now. Uh, next pick for the Lions. I do truly think if this board falls like this, they do not pick here only because. There's two quarterbacks of great value, one of very great value on the board. Obviously, maybe they only trade back one spot so the Panthers can guarantee they get their guy and the 49ers don't come up or nothing. But obviously, we're not doing trades. So I'm going to give them the best receiver in the draft and Jamar Chase. Listen, this is supposed to be my pick, sir. Oh, my God, it is. <laughs> I forgot how it's AFC. It's well, okay. It's what you're picking, so it's fine. <laughs> no. It's now actually. It's, now it's Justin Fields. It's not. It's not. I, I don't. So, yeah. I mean, you You definitely, you're right. I, it's Jamar Chase. Um, they're going to lose Kenny Galladay. And so and they're going to need a. Yeah. I mean, they already lost him essentially. But yeah, so they need a dominant one. They need to get Goff some weapons. Um, yeah. Jamar Chase, seven to the Lions. And I'm up again, actually. I have the yeah. back-to-back-to-back. See, you um, just took forever, so I went. Facts, yeah. I, I definitely forgot that it was my turn until I looked up. Um, now, uh, do you want to get, like, really fucking wild? No, but what what do you have in mind? So there's a Justin lot Fields of... Justin Fields is on the board, and he's your best quarterback in the draft, going to quite possibly the best situation in the draft, and you're not going to pick it. That's what you're trying to tell me. <laughs> so. Obviously, we know I'd take Justin Fields with the first overall pick. He is the best player in this draft, in my opinion. Uh, Yes, player, not just quarterback. He's the best player in this draft. However, there's just a stupid amount of discourse about Mac Jones being picked higher than some of these guys at the top. How, what do you, if, if Justin Fields and Mac Jones are on the board, do you think NFL teams are like, that stupid or do you think that they have some semblance of a decent scouting team like i would assume they have some semblance of a decent scouting team as long as it's not the giants clearly with daniel jones um but (laughs) the panthers i do trust i mean you you have a coach that clearly understands talent how to use them so giving them the best or second best quarterback of the draft all right, I'm giving him Justin Fields. Though. Yeah, okay, thank you. Jesus Christ, this guy. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't Bron- condone it. It's predictive, dude. I I get that, but, like, still fuck you. Um, <laughs> Fair. I am back on the clock finally, and then I'm off the clock again for a long time. But the Broncos, Caleb Farley, I think, is the best fit for them. He's gone, so I'm following Sweet's footsteps and saying, fuck it, still take the corner. Patrick Sertain out of Bama. Uh, quite possibly the best corner in the draft, without a doubt, top two or three. And I think he will slide in and help this defense a lot. Um, I think Edge makes sense as well. So just linebacker. It's technically so just Trey Lance, but like if you're really trying to build this year, I don't think Trey Lance necessarily gets you over the hump more than Drew Locke does. But again, as I've said on here before, I may be one of the last few people that actually have some semblance of hope for Drew Locke. So it's true. It's fine. But I am going uh, Patrick Sertain. Okay. Um, So I'm on the clock with the Dallas Cowboys. I, I get nervous that the Cowboys aren't going to retain Dak. I do. I, I don't. I don't know if Dak Prescott's going to be a cowboy. So my thing is, they don't get a deal done. They're tagging them, regardless, in my opinion. Uh, And that means that he's either sitting out this year or he's a cowboy. That's 
I that's that's probably a fair f- fair argument here. Um, I am gonna do something a a little different though, because so here's the thing: uh, the Cowboys they they claim people claim that the Cowboys really really need a linebacker. Leighton Vander Esch has been super hurt, but they just paid uh, Jalen Smith a, a shit ton of money. So even if they do like need better play from their linebackers, it's kind of the argument I make for Atlanta with quarterbacks. You can't build a team with that much money invested in one position. You just can't. And so I look at their needs. They can't really draft offense here. They might need some offensive line. Um, I can't give them Micah Parsons, though. So what I'm going to do is give them Christian Barmore. Okay, it's. I mean, I don't hate it. I mean, it, I think it, Slater makes immediate sense. I know they don't like. They don't desperately need uh, offensive line like help this year. Technically, like they can get by without it. So maybe they wait and uh, try and attack that position next round or something, or corner. Maybe in the third round they attack O line just to get some depth in there. Uh, I think Slater would be a good pick. I think an edge is decent. I agree that I think Michael Parsons is not a fit for them. Uh, so, like, the next reach is maybe, like, J.C. Horn. So, I mean, and Barmore's uh, uh, D-tackle is probably their, I don't know, second or third, like, pressing need. Yeah. Obviously, after you figure out Dak. So, uh, and they're a little bit old at that position. They've taken some swings. No one's really fully worked out. Barrymore's working out. So. Yeah, <laughs> it works. Yeah, and then I'm on the clock again for their division rivals in the New York Giants. Um, Trey Lance makes some fucking sense here. Uh, it, sorry, Daniel Jones fans. I would agree with you most of the time, but <laughs> I don't think that's what they do, though. I mean, yeah, I it's just not what I see them doing this year. Um, I agree. I'm I'm gonna roll with Devontae Smith. Uh, because they they desperately need a wide receiver. I do strangely think their model of wide receiver, like who they like, might fit Waddle better. But like, I mean, it's Devonta Smith. I'm not disagree. I'm just stating yeah. a personal yeah. thing. Yeah, I kind of agree. I'm on the fucking clock again. Holy yeah, dicks. Um, okay. And there's two special people just waiting there. <laughs> there's a lot of things uh, that could happen here. So J.C. Horn is the obvious one. Is it? Uh, so Trey Lance makes some sense. But again, I, I mean, I keep reading all of these things that say his stock is falling. And Sweet getting killed in his mock for having Trey Lance in the 20s, like that might be high. I um, I, di- I completely disagree. I think if you have Mac Jones in the twenties, it might be high. But uh, I agree. I will say he coming from the same school. He does not have the same situation as Carson Wentz coming out, where Wentz was a starter for multiple years, had a lot of good tape. Uh, Lance has one year of good tape, and predominantly in that tape, while I do think he has a cannon and can throw all over the field. Predominantly, his game tape is him destroying people running the ball. So, sure. uh, maybe I, that, but I mean, I think he's a better Colin Kaepernick, and I think that's hilarious that he goes to the 49ers. <laughs> yes. So, man. Um, and I will say, Rashad I, Slater makes perfect sense. JC Horn technically makes perfect sense. So Vera Tucker as well. I like that's actually who I'm looking at is Elijah yeah. Vera Tucker. If you don't want the pure versatility, I agree. If you want a pure, more pure of a guard, uh Slater's like smaller. That's why he's being considered a guard. He played all of tackle, really. So yeah. um fuck it. I'm gonna go JC Horn anyway. Okay. I mean that was the the guy that was with like my gut reaction. So I think it goes against everything the show stands for, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and Trey Lance to the chart. I'm just kidding. Um, 
You know, this is actually kind of weird too, but I usually I think this pick for me is Cosme. Um, but because they do technically need guard and tackle, and I think they do bring at least one offensive lineman back or whatever. I'm gonna go with Sean Slater because technically he could play both where Cosby's definitely only a tackle. Uh so I'm gonna go with Sean Slater. I think he just fell and it's a good fit. Okay. Um <laughs> you're making my Patriots make easy. So keep this up. Well, I was gonna throw a wrinkle in here. I can't wait. There, you haven't I done mean, that at all yet. <laughs> I, I truly haven't. I mean, the Barmore pick maybe, but I keep saying it and then I, I back out. I, I get too scared. Okay, so um, what are you picking? What what? So what are you picking? Um, so the Minnesota Vikings are on the clock. They've been shopping around Kirk Cousins reportedly. Which means I don't know that they're one hundred percent confident. But are they shopping around Kirk Cousins to get what the Lions got for Stafford? Maybe. Because I think I think that's what it's more like. It's like, hey, if you're gonna give us fucking a good like a decent young quarterback and seventeen fucking picks basically, uh, we'll take it. I think that's more of what it is. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Um, and so this is me walking back my wrinkle. Um, and and so I do think the Vikings need an edge rusher. I think they need a D-tackle. Obviously, D-tackle's already off the board, but we haven't had a single edge come off the board. Um, because they need both edge and D-tackle, and we've got a guy uh, that his ta- he's as raw as they come, but in terms of just tools uh, I so I'm warming up on Gregory Rousseau I think this is news I don't think we've talked about that Randy Gregory Rousseau is my pick here at 14 I think he might be the first edge rusher off the board um, I think him and Quiddy Pay both make sense for them they do enjoy more of the bigger edges uh, right. and they like a more hand in the turf kind of guy I think that's clearly why Ngakwe didn't work out and all that. So uh, I'm fine with it. Sweet. I mean, I really do like him. I may have helped myself with this next pick and talking you off a ledge. Uh, The Patriots (laughs) don't have to trade off in this situation, and they get Trey Lance. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, The receivers are gone. The tight end's gone. I mean, it, it literally... You now have made this easy where it's either Trey Lance or like Micah Parsons, and Trey Lance wins that. Yeah. Uh, it's you, the Cardinals. Uh, what is this, a day after or the day? Is it the day or the day after that JJ that, signed? JJ was signed technically once this episode releases yesterday. So, yes, that's the news with the Cardinals. JJ Watt signed a $23 million two year deal, I believe. Um, no, 23 guaranteed. I think it's 30 or something like that. That makes more sense. Yes. Um, so, their need at edge rusher is definitely. It's pretty much gone if you. I mean, Chandler <laughs> yeah. Jones is coming back. So. Yes. Uh, and in that case, I'm going to give them Elijah Barrett Tucker. Okay. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Um, he's a little bit more versatile, I guess, than uh, Cosme. I think this is a slide for him, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, really but he, Kyler has already uh, went along with what Russ has been doing and saying, hey, can I get a fucking better line here? Um, and I think you did just kind of snipe a possible pick for the Raiders. So it makes sense to uh, get quite, I mean, could be the best guard of the whole class. So yeah, protect Kyler. He's only five foot eight. It feels like, and he's really small. So make sure he doesn't have to run for his life for the next 10 years. Like Russell Wilson facts. And they, they need a, an offensive lineman that can get up the field with the way yeah, they, they, they are very, they had very bad running Rush blocking last year. Vera Tucker will fix that, at least on one side. Yeah, for sure. All right, before we get to Randy's pick for the Raiders at 17, 
Uh, I do want to talk to you guys about Dynasty Trade Calculator. So if you scroll down in the description and click on the link to go to Dynasty Trade Calculator, uh, they have the best trade calculator you'll find. All of my friends that win things use Dynasty Trade Calculator, uh, including Randy. Randy uses it. Uh, we've been talking about this, and we're we're glad that that they kind of reached out and wanted to be affiliates with us. So, uh, if you guys go click on that link, you can actually. Uh, I think you can test it out. I might be wrong there. You might actually have to to purchase the trade calculator before you use it. Randy, can you confirm or deny? I no, I cannot. I just bought it. <laughs> I didn't think about it. <laughs> Fair, yes. So uh, go click on that. Super excited for that. Um, another one that we should talk about is Thrive Fantasy. So I actually just last week I played an NBA slate and I won some money. So Thrive Fantasy is prop betting. Uh, it's Super fun. We talked about it just extensively throughout the the regular season. Uh, and if you use promo code the cut, they will match up to fifty dollars for you on your first deposit of twenty dollars or more. This is going to replace DraftKings for me in the future, uh, personally, because I'm pretty much like I'm okay at DraftKings, but only when Randy and I talk through a lineup and he helps me. So uh, without Randy's help, I suck at DraftKings, but that's not the case for thrive fantasy and you can go win some money so again link is in the description uh and then go check out our other affiliates that are also in the description we don't want to take up too much more time randy you are on the clock at number 17 the las vegas raiders uh yes the las vegas raiders is very kind of a hard pick here now um fair tucker would have been a discussion i think jc horn was in discussion for me technically Rousseau as well so we're we're getting down the list here. Uh, I don't think a cornerback is a need here. I, I mean, a, a a value here, I should say. But uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm stopping the slide. Quitty Peg to the Raiders. I think he fits their kind of mold. He's a little bit more versatile than Max Crosby. So I think that's what the new DC is going to really like. You got to keep building through the trenches here. <laughs> with this defensive pick, I love it, and honestly, it's kind of the best fit of the board. I think everyone else that was like, I mean, literally, Barrymore's gone, J.C. Horde, uh, Slater, Rousseau, Veritaker, and you're just getting down the list. You're like, well, you know, <laughs> the guy that could go in the top ten is still here. Let's take Quiddy Bay. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. You're That's on the it. clock. I know. Uh, well, with the Dolphins, I gave them the best lineman in the class with Pede Sewell. So now we're sitting here, <laughs> and Cosme's here, which sucks, because while Pede Sewell is definitely better, if I would have known Cosme was here, I think I would be forced to pick something else. But like I said, I kind of wanted this with the view, with their cap and limited holes, that they're going to target a guy like Chris Godwin, heavy, maybe even Juju, uh, kind of like mixture that isn't just a pure outside guy, which is what they have already. Uh, so I, I truly think that they spend the money to get a, a better quick outlet target for um, Tua, and now they have the best linemen. So here, uh, their biggest needs left are linebacker, running back, and edge. And Edge, there's definitely some guys they would like. I think Phillips and Ojalari they would like a lot. Um, linebacker Micah Parson and Jeremiah Uzukoromoa is still here. And then running back, obviously Najee Harris is here. So yeah. Jesus Christ. So th- for me, this is now between Micah Parsons and Najee Harris, who are right next to each other on this board. Damn it. <laughs> um, how do they, they? You know what? We all thought that they were picking a running back last year, the first, second, third. They said, fuck no. We got Matt Breida and we got Jordan <laughs> Howard. So I don't think it's a position that they truly, truly value while building a team. I think they're going to build everywhere else and then hit there 
like they kind of did this year uh, and just get value out of a position with pretty much anyone there. Because of that, I'm going Michael Parsons. I think they truly will value him and his position a lot more. He's versatile. I think he fits their outside linebacker type scheme. Um, and I think he could play inside if needed there with that kind of coaching staff. I think they could get the best out of Micah Parsons. Yeah, it makes sense, man. I, I think, you know, I think he's going to end up being my LB1 when all is said and done, when I know that he wow. you know, didn't <laughs> haze people. Uh, so, I mean, let's be real. Like, that is the one thing. He's removed from some people's boards just based on the allegations. Now, Adam was doing some research and he found that Yeter Gross Matos was included on some of those things and his stock really wasn't affected. NFL has shown that they don't really give a fuck about things like that. So they do when there's hard evidence and there's more than just an accusation for the last couple of years. So that's the problem. It hasn't made, there hasn't been a need for discussion apparently, whether right or wrong for the last couple of years with whatever the situation is. Yeah. And it's only being brought up when you had a guy that was and still is a consideration for top 10. Uh, so it's just so weird. It's it's like someone or a coach didn't like him or something, or maybe the coaches are pissed off. He didn't play this year. It, it's something like that, man. There's there's something a little bit fishy that just right. He, he declares for the draft. You know what? He's kind of a piece of shit. And it's like, OK, well. That could be true still, and all of this could be true, and uh, right. he could be not a good person. I mean, that's very possible, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and at 18, I think some some teams definitely going to take a flyer on him in the first, whether it's back end, mid-round, uh, all of the above. Um, yeah, all right. he, he's going in the first, even if something comes out, in my opinion. Probably, yeah. All right, 19, Washington football team. Listen, I I mean, they've pretty much announced that they're cutting Alex Smith. I don't think it's official yet, uh, but they will be parting well, ways with Alex Smith. Yeah, um, that was happening regardless. Like, they clearly would have a conversation with him about, listen, like, we can't pay you this money. You could stay if you want. We kind of done a lot for you. But, like, we have to work something out and... I mean, it's probably smart of Alex Smith to say, just cut me, and then I might come back. Let me test the market. But yeah. there's no – he's making like $14 million, man. Like, And they're a team that are in a quarterback market. And, I mean, let's be real. If they – they could sign a top-flight receiver too. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, like they have Terry. You could get – I mean, even if it's a middle to top, but like you could really figure out something there to really bolster this team on both sides of the fields. So, I mean, they could easily be a team in the top consideration for Matt Milano or maybe even a corner. So like they had to cut him. There's no question. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And so they, they got Taylor Heineke uh, re-signed basically on a backups deal. Like he was yeah. so happy to sign that. Good for him. Proud of him. Not going to start a game. I'll, I'll say, you know what? I'll say he earned it. I'll say he earned it in his very limited playing time. He played his fucking ass off, but he, he played did. safe football. Yes. Which is, um, there you go. Come on. Which, which is go. exactly why I'm picking Mac Jones <laughs> at 19 for the football team. Now, I do want to put a disclaimer. This is my prediction for the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. I think if the Texans decide they're going to budge, which they should because idiotic, not just starting over. They, what, was, I, what was that? Sorry, you like lagged for me. Did I cut out? Uh, yeah. So I, I think the the Texans need to trade Deshaun. I think that's yes, that's a fact. <laughs> it, it's got to happen. I do think that Washington is probably the spot, but in this case, we're not doing trades, and therefore they have their pick still. And so it's Mac Jones who can throw little slants and screens to Terry McLaurin. Well, so. let's be honest. If they did trade. Deshaun to Washington it 19th pick is in that deal for sure and at this board they would probably pick Mac Jones so <laughs> yeah, works out very true he's probably Christian then, so don't love him <laughs> sorry <Facts. laughs> uh all right uh number 20 Chicago Bears I am on the clock again 
Uh, Randy, he threw his hands up when I typed it in the doc. Uh, this is a, not about the player, about a different player. There. That's my problem with it. Okay. Uh, let, let me reassess. Let me just see. Uh, who, are you, who are you thinking? Are you thinking... Cosme, bro. Uh, yeah, that's what I, I that's what I figured. So uh, Tevin Jenkins, I think, is gonna be rated higher than Cosme. I I disagree, and I'm also pissed because I wanted him for the Jets. I think he fits their mold of tackle clearly. <laughs> uh so I'm kind of pissed. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> he does. So the reason I, I would go uh Tevin over Sam at 20 for the Bears is because I think Tevin's quite the mauler, and I think they're definitely gonna build with the intention of giving the ball to David Montgomery a shit ton. So uh, Tevin, while he needs work in his, his pass protection, he's definitely a good run blocking offensive tackle and they need that. So they do. Full um, I think a wide receiver also makes sense there, but like they have a couple at least so they can wait. I think offensive line is a huge need for them, uh, whether it's guard or tackle technically. Uh, but I think you made the Colts very happy at 21. Uh, they lost their franchise tackle. So let's give yeah. them a new one. Samuel Cosme. Easy. Easiest pick of my life. Uh, <laughs> let me type that in quick. God, I don't pick again until pick 28. Yeah, and, podcast, yeah, and you, your last pick was Tevin Jenkins. Way to go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah. for the Titans, I'm going to give them Derrick Henry too. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Man, they need edge, a D tackle, probably wide receiver, corner. So, Ojalari, bro. Wait, did I fuck? I think I fucked up this mock. <laughs> well, I did oh, that. My, I could pick fuck, four. So, I fucked up this mock. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked it up in my machine. Yeah, and I'm mad. How the hell? How the hell have we not picked Christian Darisol? Because he's not as good as the well, other guys. I'm changing Samuel Cosby to Darisol. This seems like cheating. I don't think you're allowed. That's fine. I'm though. allowed. It's only uh, so <laughs> I would. I want to point out. I asked. <laughs> so I screwed up a pick on accident because you know me. Um, but then. When I was running through the picks quick, instead of Barrymore, Christian Barrymore, I picked Christian Darisol at 10. So it uh, fucks everything up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this makes some sense. So well, you're you're switching to Darisol for twenty at twenty one for the cold? Yeah. Okay. Well okay. you fucked my mock up then too, you asshole. Well, <laughs> <laughs> everything's fucked because I have to try to fix it so quickly. <laughs> Talk about Christian Derrissaw for me, real quick. All right, Christian Derrissaw. He's uh, he's he's a good player. Um, So I think he's he's pretty good in run protection. He's pretty good in pass protection. I don't think he's elite in either. I think he's pretty light on his feet. I think he's got a good quick step. Uh, I don't think he's super long. I think that's going to be an issue that teams have, and I think that's why I value Tevin Jenkins and Samuel Cosme above him. Uh, I get the buzz on Darisaw though. He he's he's a mauler as well, so he would have made sense at twenty uh, for the Bears if Tevin was gone. But sticking yeah. my guns there. Quite rudely, I might add. Uh, <laughs> Fair. Jesus Christ! When all you right, screw, so... when you screw up all the way to here. It's just not good. <laughs> yeah, so I'm. I'm also re inserting my picks can you start to make a pick for the titans though even while you do this that would be yeah i think corner and edge are the biggest things for them especially with barmore gone um so to me it's edge probably okay and it does make it hard like because there's a weird group of edges where like obviously we might be a little bit higher than some people on a couple of these guys but like (laughs) Like, there's a clear difference, in my opinion, in a few of them. Um, trying to fit what they... I think Aziz Ojolari is what they have already. Yeah. Uh, so it makes sense that they like that mold of player. Um, But I'm going to go Jalen Phillips, I think. That's, that's okay. going to be the pick for me. He's a guy that really 
has been hurt for most of his career. And he basically, but when he came on the scene, basically the second half of this last season for Miami, he was dominant. So I think, and he was a, he's one of those like top flight five-star recruits. I think a team can get behind what they've seen. You've seen him healthy. Finally, I think he's a really good pick and I think he goes. So listen, uh, listen, I'm with you here. Um, I'm not as high on Jalen Phillips, but I also have knocked him for his injury history. Uh, I think teams may as well. I mean, we're going to see, we're going to see how highly they do value previous injuries with him and Rondale Moore specifically. I mean, I specifically just talked about it. So <laughs> you did. You, you're right. I just wanted uh, to say, like, that's why I've knocked him a little bit. There are people that say he's better than Rousseau, and I think that's factual. Like, you can't argue against that. Yeah, I, I think, think right Rousseau's now, ceiling's higher, though. Yeah, Rousseau's ceiling is much higher because he's just a physical fucking. He's basically Miles Garrett, like, levels of physical freak. Obviously, yeah. he's nowhere near that talent yet, but I think he can grow and develop there. But now, uh, with Phillips off the board, the Jets. Uh, they're taking Samuel Cosme. He's gone again. Yay. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Oh, my so. God. And I do love Cosme. Um, obviously, I love Christian Darisol as well. I have him technically ranked above him, uh, above Cosme, but it's not by a lot. Uh, and just because I screwed up, I had to take him at 21. I also think he might be a better fit. Uh, for the Colts, but the Jets obviously tackle isn't like their most enormous need, yeah. but it's a need, and they they need edge, they need wide receiver help, kinda tight end isn't really a good fit here. Uh, D tackle, no, I mean corner they kind of need, but again, it's a little bit of a stretch technically. But Cosme's just kind of too good a player. He might be BPA in the board for the Jets. Um, yeah. I don't think they're going to be valuing running back super highly, like first round highly. So for that, yeah. he moves. And I'm still yet again on the fucking clock with the Steelers. Um, so biggest needs now, tackle, corner, center, uh, running back. I mean, they have a lot of needs again. <laughs> All I heard was Landon Dickerson, bro. Uh, yeah. So here's the thing with that. They do need Landon Dickerson. But while I do think he should be in consideration for the best center of the class, uh, I think Creed Humphrey's right there as well. And I also think they're second round picks. So for that reason, I'm also moving away from running back. (laughs) So let's see. It's down to tackle and corner. So. Would they like Jalen Mayfield Eichenberg or would they like Afitu Milifanu? And I think that's who they'd like most here. Okay. Because he's a very aggressive corner. I think that fits their style. So I'm going Afitu Milifanu. I love that we're in March and I know how to say the name. Uh- <laughs> I also love that. I also hate you for taking Milifanu two picks before the Browns. Pick. Really, I do. I so think you're he's really a good gonna pick. hate this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Starts taking anything you would want for the Browns. <laughs> well, I don't even get to pick for the Browns still. So, yeah. So Jaguars on the clock. Malafadu would have worked great for them. Uh, they also need a tackle. They also need tight end. In my opinion, they do still need safety edge. Probably wide receiver to an extent. The one thing they don't like absolutely needs a linebacker, and that's probably the best player available right now. Yeah, Jesus, that kind of sucks. Um, you have so many more picks than me, dude. Yeah, that's how it goes. I, only have I three told you this too. Like, I, I told know. you what was happening. That's fine. I I knew mm. it was happening. This is a hard one. I'm not gonna lie. Do you want my input? Yeah, I would go Trayvon Morig. Really? Because I, th- I I do think that a safety's coming off the board, and I do too. And this may be, or the Browns may be the best place for it. But do they not? I mean, you just drafted Trevor. 
In my opinion, they have a good running back. Yeah, they have good receivers too. Yeah, debatably. Well, I mean, even debatably, even debatably, <laughs> they definitely need probably receiver depth. Um, dude, I think this has to be corner tackle. So I'm gonna go Jalen Mayfield, just to grow with Trump. Okay, that's fine. I don't uh, love it. Well, I, obviously, but we're we have a run of tackles here. Kind of, I do. mean, and, you think? Well, see, but here's the thing: I think they think they could like strategically, they could process this as they could wait till a second round for a tackle, but. Let's be honest. Mayfield was going this round, so you what's think left? So? I think so. Yes. So what's left is Eichenberg, Raidens, Leatherwood. I mean, that's the only other people that are really like truly second round talent or back in the first talent. So are yeah. they going to get a tackle at their next pick? They're probably not. Probably so that's not. that's really the problem here. Now the Browns, edge, corner, D tackle, linebacker, safety. Fuck the offense. That's fine. So, <laughs> uh, I think Jeremiah uh, Jeremiah is a perfect pick for them. I don't think they do it. I don't think they value linebacker this highly. I think they draft another linebacker in the middle round yet again. I think they may bring back BJ Goodson, think they're okay. They may sign another linebacker, but I don't think they draft one here at 26. I know you're jumping on that bandwagon as well. Absolutely. Uh, I think the perfect player for them is to see Oshilari. No question. I think he perfectly takes over and probably plays better than Olivier Vernon, who, in my opinion, down the stretch before he got hurt, was playing pretty good football opposite Miles Garrett and taking over the DN1 role. So, yeah. Let's get an like effort it. guy. Hopefully, uh, Miles Garrett's lungs come back from COVID and he can dominate yet again. And now it's going to be so much harder to triple team him when you have a C Social RA on the other side killing it. So and yeah. and he can not be an every down edge because they do still have edge depth there. He doesn't have to play every single snap. He can continue to learn. Adrian Claiborne can stay and be a great DN three for you. And he can go in to be a rusty tackle. So I think this works out really well for them. Uh now yeah. the Ravens get kind of fucked. They do need an edge as well. Uh they could use a linebacker, but they just spent a high capital there last year. They're not going running back again. This guy, I hope, does not go here. I hope and pray that he is not a Raven. Uh, I think it fits him way too well, and it's going to happen because it's a good pick. Rashad Bateman to the Ravens. Motherfucker, I hate you. It. Everyone hates me because everyone's not a Ravens <laughs> fan hates this because he can play outside, but he also still fits their offense being able to play quick quick hitters with Marquise Brown. He doesn't have to be a deep threat because of Brown. He can do everything else. Uh, I I think he really fits the system too. And he automatically, in my opinion, becomes a wide receiver one. And that's coming from a guy that loves Hollywood Brown and just thinks if Lamar was tried to work on passing, he would be a top 20 receiver in the league kind of thing. (laughs) There's so many plays that, Marquise would have been a star if Lamar hit him. Yeah, this is like worst case scenario. Like, no, it's the Ravens. They make good picks. They make they smart do. picks. They fill needs. Edge is a need for them, but I I assume they get at least one of their edge pieces back. Uh, and there's, listen, Bateman is a first round receiver. He fits them too fucking well. And he's, he's got size to him, so it's not like them. I think Rondell Moore fits them. I think a few other guys do, but this guy's pure size, and he does all the other stuff. So, I mean, the comp to Justin Jefferson isn't really that wrong. Just saying. It's not. It's, it's very right. Um, it's actually one that feels lazy because it was so recent, but it's also like... Pro- like probably. <laughs> uh, um, all right, and then at twenty-eight, I get to pick finally. Uh, welcome me back in, please. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so Trayvon Morig at uh twenty-eight to the Saints makes a lot of sense. I think 
the Saints probably start to cut guys or trade them. They can't feasibly do what they've done. Some signs are pointing to Drew Brees coming back for another year. Uh, what's that? I disagree with that part. I just want to say, before you make this pick that I already see you making, yes, they are cutting the starting linebacker. I know. I know, and Owusu Karma is there. I understand. However, and Nicole, uh, <laughs> and Saving Collins. <laughs> yeah, and and our boy, Jamin. I, uh, let's cool the Jamin a bit. I'm, I'm not. S- I'm almost sorry I put you onto him. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to cool. I think he's a first round backer. Or, oh my no, God. I think he's a top <laughs> of the second round linebacker. I'm fine. Good. I'm fine. If you want him to go after this crop of linebackers we got right here, it's yeah. just above it. Is I, I will not get behind. <laughs> I, I agree. Um, which is why I'm taking Trayvon Murray, because I do think that they move on from one of their safeties. I think their secondary is going to look a lot different. And I think Morig is probably the best safety. Now, I, I think Richie Grant has a case as well, uh, just because of his versatility. But both of these guys can play the way that the Saints need their secondary to play. So I think they need to start refilling that because, like I said, I think it's going to look a lot different next year. So I am passing on Owusu Koromoa for Morig. Okay. Well, you're up again. And I am. I'm not uh, trying to help tip your picks or nothing. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. The Packers, they never value linebacker because they play one linebacker. However, that's perfectly (laughs) exactly. However, if there is a linebacker that they will value, it's the guy that like has been comp to Isaiah Simmons, who went in the top 10 last uh, last year. As I type Isaiah Simmons in our fucking doc like a dumb fuck Um, because I was saying his name, but uh, I think he's a better tackler than Isaiah Simmons. Probably. I think he's not as sticky in coverage. I don't think he has his as good of instincts. However, the Packers play one linebacker. Owusu Koromoa fits everything that they would need from their linebacker position. And he has fallen just to an absurd level of back end of the first. So he's got to come off the board. He's going to Green Bay. I'll tell you what, you just pissed off Buffalo Bills fans because there's a good chance, better than good chance that they lose Matt Milano. Um, So they need to fill that position. I think Nick Bolton also fills that position, so I think he is top of the list here. Um, next would be they need tackle. I don't think they go tackle here. Edge, so we got, realistically, um, I guess Joseph Asai and Jason Away, right? That's how you pronounce the last name. You told me. Was, Owa. Owa, okay. Owa. Um, I think both it's fit like what that. they're going to do. They need pass rush help bad. But I think they may wait on it. Uh, corner, there's Newsom, there's um, Aaron Robinson, Eric Stokes, Asante Samuel, Tyson Campbell, but he's got a lot of cool down going on right now. He does. I, it's, it's just so, like, if if I don't go linebacker here, there's three backs on the board here that would go great with this team. But they spent day two capital, I believe, the last two years on running back. Do they spend a first round pick on running back? No. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm going with. Because they a wrinkle in your plan here. Sure. How would you? I mean, we haven't seen a true, strictly interior offensive lineman come off the board. Uh, I mean, I can argue that Vera Tucker is that. I can also argue that. Slater is that the Bills? The reason their or their running backs looked so dick last year was because their offensive line was awful in run blocking. I agree. Do you think they'd consider a guy like Wyatt Davis or Trey Smith? Even I think they, I think they can get Trey Smith next. Okay, you know what I mean. I think they may yeah. attack that position next. Um, but don't. Don't worry on the White Davis front. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually I'm gonna go Zayvon Collins um, because I think he can play a cover back or role 
uh, outside, which is obviously what Matt Milano did. He won't be anywhere near as good as Matt Milano in that aspect, but I do think he's a good rusher as well. So it's kind of two birds, one stone for them. Uh, and they can still get another guy down the road of this draft to fill either spot that they don't think college is as good at. Because some teams think he's more of a rusher. Some teams think he's more of a outside backer. Uh, but I'm going to go Zayvon Collins. I think he fits perfectly with them. And okay. now we're on the Chiefs, who are taking Najee Harris. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> they're taking Wyatt Davis, actually, for me. Uh, I think Wyatt Davis is still a top guard. I don't think he had the greatest year at Ohio State. Um, but I'll tell you what, there was cutback legs for Trey Sermon for a reason, and I think Wyatt Davis was a good part of that. They need interior line help bad. They have for years, really. They haven't had good interior line play. They will get their two starting tackles back. You can say they draft a tackle next round even, and I'd be perfectly fine with it. But I think they draft Wyatt Davis here, and it really kind of solidifies the line play and that they're, I mean, you got to be all in on protecting Mahomes. And I, I think a wide receiver makes sense. It does. Uh, but with this class, you could wait. I don't mm-hmm. think – I think Wyatt Davis is the, the best guard, pure guard left in this class. Um, if you want a little bit more versatility, maybe Leonard Dickerson or Creed Humphrey. But I went with Wyatt because I don't necessarily – like their tackles, they have a really good right tackle. They have a decent left tackle. I think their setter's pretty good. Not a leader by any means. Good God, I hate you. Um, but because <laughs> uh, I see what you're doing, but their guards just aren't good. So, yeah, I mean, they may be averaged a little bit, but low average on some PFF grades. I don't give a shit. I see <laughs> them play <laughs> and they yeah. get destroyed. They get destroyed by Raider D tackles. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's tough to so, when that happens. Yes. God, I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, listen, man, I also hate this because I don't agree with it at all. Uh, but I also think that there's a very good chance this happens because fuck Bruce Arians. Let's bring that mantra back. <laughs> I'm fine uh, with that being back. So, so let's, let's just say look, I, you could still change your mind, but say what you have here. <laughs> so right now, 32 Tampa Bay Buccaneers are picking Najee Harris because. He's the best. I, he, I dis, he, I disagree. He's gonna be viewed as the best three down back in the class. I don't think he is. I think Javante Williams is. He could be best PPA. Uh, I will say that. Yeah. Here's my thing. They drafted Ronald Jones in the day two. They drafted Arians. Uh, didn't remember. Uh, okay. Still same club okay. though. Same mm-hmm. owner or same uh, GM, I believe. Um, yes. And then they drafted what's his fucking name that sucked? Keyshawn Vaughn. Keyshawn Vaughn. Exactly. In the third, so, I believe, right? Yes. That it's it's the same thing as the Bills for me, where they've already took the shots. I know they're a Super Bowl team, and they're going to be in the mix again. And I think they're going to go all out to bring back Shaq Barrett. I think the Dominican Sue is probably going to be the one that gets left out because I think they bring back um, uh, Chris Godwin for the most part. I think they're going to at least attempt to. I think they bring back, uh, what the fuck is the linebacker name? Levante David, because uh, I think him and Devin White were just way too good together. I think they're going to bring him back for at least a, another year or two. Uh, so that I mean, they could still use edge. They could still use D line. They could, and and so here's the thing though: Ronald Jones was drafted three years ago. His contract's up after next year. He was a second round pick. He doesn't have a fifth year option. So you have to think too. Like I, I'm not saying it's out of the question. I also did say he might be BPA here, but the other thing is because they are going for all these guys, they might be cutting their. Uh, left tackle. So they could. Liam Eikenberg could play day one. He's close to a ceiling already, but he could play day one. Yeah, I mean, if I were, I, you could. If you I were, could, you could stay Najee Harris. I'm just giving. I just want to give all the options available 
like to the listeners, Eicheberg Raiden's there. Uh, we already said that Owa and Osai are there. Even Joe Tyron, to an extent, I think would work here. I mean, wide receiver, you could get Kadarius Tony or Rondo Moore. I think that works. Tier G line, Davion Nixon, Omuzarike uh, makes sense. I mean, there's some guys, but sure. Najee Harris is probably the best player. He is. And that's that. That's pretty much what it boils down to. Like, I think Bruce Arians will be freaking licking his chops trying to get Najee Harris. I don't think he'll trade up for him, but if he ends up falling, I think it'll be pretty much like the Chiefs situation last year, where they probably view it as a weakness, even though Ronald Jones is fucking good, and you can't tell me any different. He's yeah. not a good pass catcher, and Najee no. Harris is. So that's what it's going to come down to. I can't I think. wait for Ronald Jones to get traded for a fifth round pick. After this draft, <laughs> probably before, if I'm being gets, honest, get straight into the Bills for fifth round pick. Let's just fuck it all up. <laughs> I'm down for that. Fuck Zach Moss. Um, yeah. All right. That'll do it for our mock 3.0, though. Uh, Randy's mock 3.0 there in the, the back half, but because <laughs> all hey, the picks, are... <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be yours 4.0 in a second here, bro. <laughs> so... True, very true. So let's read through it really quickly. Uh, number one, Trevor Lawrence. Number two, Zach Wilson. Number three, the Dolphins, Penae Sewell. Number four, Atlanta took Caleb Farley. Number five, the Bengals took Kyle Pitts. Number six, Eagles, Jalen Waddle. Seven, Lions, Jamar Chase. Eight, Panthers, Justin Fields. Nine, Broncos, Patrick Sertain. Ten, Cowboys, Christian Barmore. Eleven, Giants, Devontae Smith. 12, 49ers, J.C. Horn, <laughs> 13, uh, Chargers, Rashawn Slater, 14, Vikings, Gregory Rousseau, 15, New England Patriots, Trey Lance, 16, Cardinals, Elijah Barrett Tucker, 17, Raiders, Quiddy Pay, 18, Dolphins, Micah Parsons, 19, football team, Mac Jones, 20, Bears, Tevin Jenkins, 21, Colts, Christian Derrissaw, 22, Titans, Jalen Phillips, 23, Jets, Samuel Cosme, 24, Steelers, Afitu Malafonmu, 25, Jaguars, Jalen Mayfield, 26, Browns, Aziz Ojolari, 27, Ravens, Rashad Bateman, 28, Saints, Trayvon Morig, 29, Packers, Jeremiah Usukoromoa, 30, Bills, Zayvon Collins, 31, Chiefs, Wyatt Davis, 32, Bucks, Najee Harris. Good God. There's a, yeah, but there's, there's a lot of stuff moving around, which is what the NFL draft is. It's a, it's a beautiful mystery. I can't wait. It for sure it. is. It sure is a beautiful mystery that everyone loves to argue about for hours on end on the Twitter uh, where you should go follow us. Like I said at the beginning of the show at FF Baldman and at Randy underscore Hall 71. Follow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For now. Follow We're, the account. It's going to well. change slightly no matter what. I'll just say yeah. that. It, it, yeah. It'll be easier to find you. So I, I fully. I fully uh, <laughs> condone, uh, but follow the, the podcast account at the cut FFB. Go check out Adam's article. Like I said, be on the lookout. Make sure you click subscribe uh, before Thursday. When Connor Rogers comes on, we are excited to talk to him. Leave us four or five star reviews. If you want to leave us a one, two or three, just text us, but then shoot us like a, a five star just because DMs are open. <laughs> DMs are open. Yeah, that's what I meant, not text. Um, Randy, do you have anything else to add? Uh, no, I don't I don't believe so. Uh, Friday fix? Oh, yeah, I guess the Friday fix, like we said on our last Friday fix, we actually had a tie in last week's poll between the Broncos and the Patriots. Uh, Sweet was available and ready and willing to go on Friday, so we decided to go with the Broncos last week and not have a poll this week and just stick to the Patriots because they technically already won. Uh, so there won't be a poll this week, but there will be a Friday fix for the Patriots. Uh, please send in anything you want for them. If they get Trey Lance, that's fucking awesome. But we'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what yeah. happens when we get to it. Uh, maybe. I, I don't know. man. We'll we'll figure it out then. Uh, but there will be a poll the week after um, with two new teams facing the Browns, at least. I don't remember. Someone else. requested that we put the Saints on there. So we should put F. the Saints on there. We could put the Saints on there. But again, that'll be next week. Uh, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. We're getting every just remember every Friday fix, 
we're getting closer and closer to the draft. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. All right, Randy. Well, as long as you don't have anything else to add, I am going to go play some Madden. Are you going to play some Madden as well? I mean, maybe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Been a lot of playing Madden of Light, winning a lot. Shout out Zach Rogers, taking that big old L. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. All right. Well, for Randy Hall, I am Christian Williams. We will talk to you guys on Thursday. Later. Later.